It's the right time for Western Oklahoma. Yeah, good morning. We have with us today two of the three amigos. Uh, we have Mike Carlin, the Fire Chief of Weather. Good morning, Mike. Morning, Harold. Hey, it's good to have you on the program this morning. <laughs> I'm just knocking here. things all around. <laughs> now That's we right. can hear. That's there our go. bell. There's there a bell. You, you get out of hand here and talk too long, that means you're done. You're done. <laughs> what does that mean when you do that with your knuckles? Oh, that's five points. Dominoes. I'm sorry. You're wrong game. <laughs> okay. Uh, the now. sheriff of Custer County is with us this morning, one of the three amigos, Dan Day. Good morning. Good morning. How is everyone? Well, I'm fine. How are you this morning? Well, we're, we're just peachy this morning. And Mike Carlin? Yes, sir. How are you? I'm wonderful. So doing, yeah. doing Santa Claus stuff, Christmas yeah. stuff this time of the year. You bet, you bet. We uh, we hung Christmas decorations here a couple of weeks ago downtown, and and uh, so we always look forward to getting those up and <coughs> and getting that time of year started. Um, we've got uh, we'll be having a Christmas party for the firefighters uh, mm-hmm. coming up, and then uh, you know we uh, we we started something back, uh, you know when. When COVID came through and shut everything down, and we couldn't get everybody together, we we'd gotten to uh, a few years before that. We were bringing the bringing kids in, inviting them in, the public in to the fire station, have milk and cookies with Santa, and man, that was a great thing. And then obviously we couldn't do that, and uh, so we uh, we've uh, made a deal with Santa Claus, and he comes in each year. We load him on a fire truck, and uh, we take a route through Weatherford from one end of town to the other. Uh, we try to hit all of the neighborhoods, and uh, obviously we can't hit every street in town, but we, we've got a pretty good route that we run through town, and, and uh, so this year it's going to be on the 21st of uh, December. December 21st, you're yeah. going to run the Santa Claus route. Yeah, we'll have uh, Santa Express, and it'll it'll go uh, from about 5.30 in the evening until about 8 o'clock is about So you go into different places so people can find out where the closest location is and take their kids you bet. to see Santa. And we'll Very publish good. that. Uh, we'll, we'll have that on our Facebook, uh, the route and everything, and, and it's kind of crazy how we'll see some of the same people at different places you know they'll <laughs> they'll, they'll catch us uh, in one area of town and then we'll look you. up a little bit later and here's the same people so it's it's pretty cool uh, to see the kids come out and uh, and Santa enjoys it too and uh, we'll we'll start out in the Raider Park area and uh, we'll finish up out in Western Hills on the west side of town I, I remember seeing it last year 21st and, of and December it was dark yeah and and the lights and the noise that kind of go along with it well, yeah. we have with us Dan Day as we continue the story about the cat. Now, uh, okay. if you just joined us, what the deal is, uh, tell us, set the stage, because okay. we need to ask the sheriff about this. Right. We need here to get his thought, Okay, thoughts. here we go. We This resident is outside the city limits south of Weatherford trailer, mobile home park. Service dog of her neighbor comes over and attacks her cat, and it's on film. You can actually look at the video. Not, it's and you, not filmed uh, anymore. Okay, well, you know, I'm old, but we <laughs> have it documented. It's on video. It's on video yeah, through Facebook. the camera. Yeah. The, through the camera and the whole works. But you see the service dog that's been identified as a legit service dog attack the lady's cat. This has been going on now for a couple of years, and she says that she's contacted the sheriff department, and they have nothing. You know, you can't go out and arrest the cat, I guess. I don't know what the deal is there, but... It's kind it depends of depends on what kind of cat it is. <laughs> but okay, but it was a very serious matter. Well, now he the cat, would, the dog actually grabbed the cat the other day, and took it off. We weren't sure right. if it was coming back uh, or if the cat had been killed, but it came back yesterday. The cat came back. You look at the footage, and the the service dog comes up on the porch, and the cat is in the cage, 
And pretty new soon, the cat tries to come out, and this dog picks him up by the collar and runs off out of the view of the rest of the camera. So a day uh, yesterday, the cat did show back up, no visible damages or injuries. Maybe so. buddies. Well, so what? What uh, I guess the question is, what do they? What do people do uh, in a situation like that? Is there any re- re- anything with the? There the, is not any county laws. We don't have one like. If what usually happens, if we have a a really vicious dog, then we put it down if we go out there. And cats, they're everywhere. Yeah, I, I even had an experience with the cat not too long ago. The cat, a little kitten that got into the compartment of the truck to stay warm. And I went down to O'Reilly's, and I happened to still hear the cat whining. So I opened the hood, and there he is. And we take him out. What do you do? I called animal control, and there's no uh, no leash laws, I guess, for cats. They can just roam the city. And, yeah. and Fer- so you feral kinda... cats, when they become uh, kind of wild, they they're called feral cats. Feral cats. Oh, okay. And there are a lot of them around town. Yeah. And we got the chickens to go with them now, along with Dan Day's cockfighting that's going to come up here by law soon. And that's not where, where are we going there. with this? It's what now? That's not so you need to talk into the microphone. A little yeah, not we need to say good, good morning, Dan we're, Day. We're not into that. <laughs> You're not into no, cockfighting? No, we're, we're going to try to put no, that down. No cockfighting or pussycats. We, we, we will stand against that. Well, uh First of all, is there anything someone can do? That, what I hear you saying, nothing really in a situation no, like that. I mean, there's that. really not, Harold. I mean, it, if the, if obviously the dog has not killed the cat, so uh, no murder charges. Yeah, there's no, there's no, and there's not really anything that we can do for something like that, unless you know the owner wants to keep it. <clears throat> Put a fence in the yard. Keep his dog in. Is it possible to get a restraining order against the the uh, the, the service dog? I'd be easier to get one on you than it would the service dog. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I would suggest that the person consult a, it's an attorney because it's not really something that the police handle would handle. No. So I, it's just uh, you need to work something out with your neighbors, basically, if you can. I question whether it's a service dog or not. If it's able to get out and go tackle a cat. Yeah, she uh, was able to verify the number of the service dog. It's been a few years, and I don't know if you have to go back every so often and update the training on the, on the animal or not. But, you know, in this case, this pretty vague, been, this pretty vague law on. concerning service dogs because mm-hmm. that's an issue with apartment owners that don't allow animals in their apartments. And then somebody comes along and they, well, this is my service dog. Mm-hmm. So you, you technically you could have a problem, yeah. but I question why isn't the service dog with the with the person they serve? That, exactly. They should be, in in my opinion. But that's yeah. just a, I'm not a lawyer. So uh, anyway, not a lot they can do about that. And this, so the the saga continues. Yes, it does. Now, you know, what if this is a little child learning how to, on a stroller? How do we trust a it's dog? It's a different that deal. Totally it different. Okay, when it comes totally to a child different. or an All right, adult. then. There you go. I'd like to hear that then. All right. I'm through with this one. All right. Let's, let's move let's on. Talk about and the, say good morning to the— Well, you were talking about—now, the governor kind of side in with the, the cockfighters, uh, and, and, and yeah. uh, there's a law against it in Oklahoma. It was passed back in the— uh, I think in about 28, somewhere along in there. Um, we did have it in Oklahoma, but they passed a law outlawing cockfighting. Uh, 
I can tell you about, you know, it's not about cockfighting. It's about drugs and prostitution, which is in every one of them. Really? Across the state. In, in these cockfights, you've got yeah. drugs and prostitution. Yeah, the way it is. Now, are there illegal <laughs> cockfights going on now? I'm sure, not that I'm aware of, but if there would be, and we knew about it, we'd be shutting it down. We had someone yesterday send us a text said that there, someone in Weatherford used to raise cocks to sell them, uh, chickens, and uh, but they they they're deceased and obviously don't do it anymore. I mean, it, it's just like in there's some other counties that does do that close to us, and some dog fighting, and I I just can't. I mean, that's just cruel. It's 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 there's nothing good about it. You ever watch a cockfight? You'll think that's cruel. I've never seen one, but I've heard of, they're pretty bloody. And so, have you actually seen a cockfight? Have I actually seen one? Yes. And not not a pretty. It sight. is not pretty. Do they it's, actually put? Do they they have? Do they put razor blades on the? the they the, put yeah you know, all kinds of with the sharp steel things that put on the on their feet, you know, so they can get it. it it's just... There was a law a couple of years ago they proposed putting booties on the chickens so they wouldn't be able to hurt each other so bad. We'll still have the cockfights, but they got to wear these booties. I'd like to get in that business, booties. Well, I guess that's kind of like boxing gloves, right? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah same type gotta, thing. How do you feel about it, Chief Carlin? You ever run into any uh, uh, any chickens when you go fight a fire? You know, uh, I, yeah, I mean, we've had a few... Uh, hen houses i guess uh, on fire you know in in my time but but you know we've never we've not really dealt with any and and you know i you've heard about cockfights all you know all my life and never attended one seen some videos of of some and you know like the sheriff said they they are pretty pretty well, rough you, you know, know it's similar to a bullfight if you ever go see a bullfight and they're throwing these spears and these knives yeah. and they 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 dry, it's just murder right there in front of you how un it's just not a humane thing to do. And to have the governor of the state of Oklahoma suggest that it would be great to get back to that as law and make money. And, you know, and like the sheriff said, you know, the, you hear of the, the other things that are associated with it. It's, yeah, not, the prostitution just, it's not just the cockfighting, you know, drugs. it's all the other things that go along wow. with it. And, and I'm sure that there's places that that stuff isn't part of it, but... But you do hear the connections of a lot of that stuff. So Barry Switzer, the latest one of the stories that hit the, the news this past weekend, who won three national championships. Of course, you know that, right? Twelve right. conference titles in 16 years at OU. Uh, he's come out against Governor Stitt on this. He says it's not good. He says uh, he's basically Switzer is an admiral advocate who has weighed in on the political issues before but he said he will oppose any attempt to weaken the voter-approved law that bans cockfighting and associated activities in Oklahoma. So you got the former head coach, well-respected by a lot of folks. I, I think there's a, a lot of folks in the last few days that have really come out pretty strong against against it. State question 832, folks. It's an important one. and, and That has nothing to do with cockfighting. Oh, that's right. That's a different deal. That's the minimum wage. Oh, yeah. Law. You know what? I went off in Yaya land. I don't know where, <laughs> how, but when I got disconnected. But, man, I took off you with that, that one. You do that a lot, Mustafa. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. That's real Just cute. kidding. But from, a, from the standpoint of prostitution, do we legalize that next? Well, I think those are things that 
we don't want to do as a society, and I don't think cockfighting is something we want to do as, as a society. Is to, no. it, may be, it may be happening illegally, but you don't condone it by um, making it a law. Then the libertarians would say, just let's not have the laws. You don't need them. Let, let things yeah. get, get worked Seek out. Seek its own level. Yeah. <laughs> Well, there there may be us. some merit to that. You know, we might get a few things cleaned up. Well, yeah. that's that's a possibility. So, what else is going on in the sheriff's office besides uh, uh, chasing the cats? Well, we're you know, there's some new uh, uh, some talk and some new laws to help mental health. Mental health is a big thing for all law enforcement anymore. Any department doesn't matter what it is. And so we just don't have any places to go with them. It, you know, we can get them evaluated, but you, you, to get them out and get them some help, it's it's really a tough deal. And so we'll talk more about that. We're going to take a quick break because that's a big issue in the fire department as well as the police department. You know, we used to keep these people in institutions uh, to protect themselves as well as the public. Today, we don't have the institutions. So we'll talk more. How, how, how are you handling that? We'll talk about that coming up right now on The Right Time for Western Oklahoma. You probably know Stillwater Milling as Oklahoma's trusted source of animal feed for over 130 hey, years. Hey, that's you might question. not know Stillwater Milling's agri-centers carry a wide variety of products to help you get the work done all around your property. Lawn and garden, pet supplies, animal health, pasture supplies, and so much more. Come see us at one of our four Stillwater Mills agri-centers or visit us online at stillwatermill.com. Hey, Cattle Producers, your next Superior Video Livestock Auction coming up on Thursday, November 30th. It'll be on Dish Network Channel 997 and on SuperiorClickToBid.com. They'll be offering 31,451 head. All the details are up at SuperiorLivestock.com. And if you've got questions, you can call Superior at 800-422-2117. Superior Livestock, committed to our buyers and sellers for over 35 years. Weatherford businesses, along with the Weatherford Chamber of Commerce and Small Business Society, have joined forces to bring you the Here for Cheer holiday promotion. Shop at any of the participating stores now through December 8th and register to win gift cards to so many of your favorite Weatherford businesses. Over $10,000 in prizes will be given away December 4th and 11th. Thank you to all of our sponsors that help make this possible, like Blue Sky Bank, McDonald's, Southwest Dentistry and Cosmetics, and Western Equipment. With tax credits available for tuition, there's never been a better time to join the CVA family. It's easy. Step one, apply to be a CVA student. Step two, secure your place with an interview and acceptance to CVA. Step three, December 1st, start applying for those valuable tax credits. And step four, start school in January or August. Come see what makes CVA unique. Sign up for a tour or attend open house on November 28th. Your child's journey to excellence starts at CBA. Find out more and apply today at cornbible.org. David Totfest talking about the importance of a good mattress. A mattress investment is probably one of the most important investments that there is. It's important to get a good night's sleep. It affects the way you operate on a daily basis. We have Serta, Englander, Stearns & Foster, Sealy, Tempur-Pedic. We have a brand new Stearns & Foster line that just came in. We've got them on the floor, and they're beautiful. You need to come in and, and check these out. Get your mattress at Toddfest, the best in quality, service, and price on the main corner in Weatherford. The food was awful. 
The staff was rude. I left three messages and they never called back. It takes one bad review like this to completely derail your business. Don't let these people write your story for you. Be in control of what is being said about you and write your own story. Think of it like buying insurance for your business. Protection against bad word of mouth. Radio advertising is the avenue you need to create a consistent, positive message. Let's brand your business together. Give me, Courtney Grable, a call at Write Broadcasting and let's work together to write your future. Good morning. 725, we have with us uh, the two amigos, uh, Mike Carlin and Dan Day, and we were talking about mental health issues. Does that affect the fire department at all uh, with this issue we have now with more people, street people, um, less places to send people who need mental help? You know, it seems like... uh, it seems like we probably respond to more of those type of calls than than we ever have, uh, even in a town like Weatherford. Even in Weatherford, yeah. um, you know, we yeah. we re- we respond to quite a few, and uh, so you have to be cautious about how you how you handle those. Um, sometimes they can go from just a really, you know, a sad situation that you can you you try your best to deal deal with, to they can go to a very bad situation um, very quickly, and so you know it's. Uh, it is something that uh, that we deal with, and and you know the one of the things that in in the first responder world that that doesn't get talked about a lot. We talk about dealing with mental health and law enforcement having to deal with mental health, uh, you know, people on on calls and things, but the mental health of doing the job that that we all do, and uh, you know, uh, obviously we knew when we signed up for this job that we're going to deal with bad things and we're going to have have those things that we have to deal with, but. You know, you you continually deal with that time and time and time again and, you know, year after year, and that stuff really begins to weigh on people. And so uh, that's something that you still have to be very uh, observant um, with with the folks in the first responder world to make sure that they're being taken care of. Um, I, I could see that, and that's always been a concern because you, you – but it's been more complicated these days because of the things that come through the media. And I'm not – Suggesting that you you don't have a choice here. You can turn that media off anytime you want to, but just the stress of seeing that day in and day out. Sure. Is it different now than it was, say, when you first came in? Of course. It was. Oh, absolutely. So, um, so uh, sheriff, what what do you do in situations like that? You got you know the, when someone the, commits a crime and then they've got some mental problems. Usually, we we work with the the DA and the and the judges on that, trying to get them ex, expedited to go to a a place to a mental health facility but there's there's not hardly any in oklahoma and so you know we constantly (coughs) excuse me uh are are people that have to deal with that back back in the jail and uh it's we lose people all the time because we have some cells that we we have that that you know they're suicidal they're they're just their their brains are messed up and and so they scream and holler and beat on the doors all day long some of them even the the bad ones defecate all over the cells and our people have to mess with that and clean and clean that up and he he can't keep people they we we're we're down all the time in the jail because nobody wants to work with that so, in that environment. Uh, we're in West Oklahoma. Ford Supply used to be a mental it institution. Is. It's not anymore, is it? No, uh, it's, it's it's used for other things. 
so what do you have? You've got still have uh, the one at Norman, and what what about Vanita? Yeah, the, the two two that I know that, of. Uh, I think we only have two. So what about Red Rock, which is located here at Weatherford? Are you able to access the Red Rock for mental issues? We we do we and but it's not a. Uh, it's not it's not like a an institution. They make evaluations mostly, you know. So it's changed the methodology. It, 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 it has. It uh, seems I mean, like they, you they almost do, and they're overwhelmed. I mean, Red Rock is overwhelmed with this kind of stuff, and so you can't. Uh, they don't have the. A, a way to deal with it either and, well, it's, I, I and it's totally different too because the red rock basically like you said the 24-hour evaluation to determine whether or not there's there's really something that you could at least help you direct to the help are, are there any federal laws or availabilities that we can use you said oklahoma and you named three what, what, i don't know what are the federal institutions, institutions like that uh, unless you commit some sort of federal crime I, I just don't know why we the state doesn't invest more in we instead of shutting ours down none of us in in Oklahoma hardly have any place we can take them why they're not building new ones well I I will tell you it's a bit I think they just allocated some money for the for uh, Norman for that mental institution I think to to move it to Oklahoma City I think and do some improvements there but. Um, it's a big problem. We That's have more street people problem. out in towns like Weatherford and Clinton we've ever had. Right. We have, and so, it, it ties up your personnel. So if you've got, you know, uh, like at our office, uh, if we've got, you know, two deputies on and sometimes just one, and they're on a mental health call, then we have to pull somebody else out to go to a call. And Are you trained? Or what? Are you trained? Are you trained well enough when you do go out? You feel comfortable with what? With training, mental training, health training, and how to your how to deal with those things. We all have have some training for that, but every one of them are different. It's not like you you run into the same thing. You do some over and over, but but they're 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 people, so. They react different to what the drugs and the stuff that they take. The drugs is a huge problem. Most of our drug arrests come from Weatherford. We're out of time this wow. morning, but I want to get, um, I do want to get your thoughts about what you're thankful for before we get out of here this morning. You know, I'm, I'm thankful for, for my family. Uh, I'm thankful for, you know, uh, you, you know, without your family and, and support of your family, um, doing what we do you you can't do your job and uh, so that's that's probably the my most thankful thing uh you know i'm thankful we live in the community we live in um you have a son that works for the highway patrol yep. in public service then your daughter is a nurse and she yeah. works in public mm -hmm. service yeah. so your family is really dedicated to to public service so yeah thank you so we're i'm thankful for you guys well we appreciate that how about you sheriff what are you thankful for today you know this is christmas time and um I'm thankful for my family and, and, and all of my people that I get to work with. But most of all, I'm thankful this time of year that's here that that I'm a Christian and that Amen. I have a Lord and Savior, and that's what gets me through. Very good. Thank you guys for being on. The three amigos this morning, two of them, Mike Carlin and, and Dan Day.
Tune in every weekday at 6 a.m. for The Right Time with Harold Wright. Brought to you by Priority Home Medical Equipment on 99.3 News Talk KCLI.